All right, let's get started. Make sure everything's up and working. I think we'll just hop straight into it. So welcome back. This is Healthy Dialogue. This is the eighth podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about like losing weight tips. I got to make sure that I don't have this blasting in my ear. Okay, good. Yeah, so today we'll be going over losing weight tips that I found over the internet. And I don't want to get into this habit of just picking stuff up from the internet and just going from there and having like an outline for the podcast material. But so far, like my internship's been pretty creatively demanding and also time consuming. And on top of that, I'm also I've also started classes this week for summer quarter. So I'm really drained overall for time but i still want to do this and i'll make sure i'll keep uploading stuff every sunday um, at four i think my friends are going to be doing one next week i think they want to be able to talk about like music so that'll be in the future i think we'll all be listening to um, like a specific album and then i think we'll just talk about it afterwards i don't know how long that one will last but We'll see how that goes. As far as like my own personal stuff, I still haven't been able to get generating the suicide uh, attempt story or like the depression story. I get instances where I want to work on it, but since I have like most of my time drained anyways, like there's two days within the week that I'm just working 12 hours between actual work and school. I guess it's 12 and a half hours, really, now that I think about it. So I only have like about, well, and on top of that, I actually work out for an hour and a half every day, too. So that's pretty crazy now that I think about it. That whole that whole day is stacked. <laughs> it's like 14 hours of just <clears throat> of doing daily stuff. Uh, I only have like two hours to do things that I want to do. I mean, it's all stuff that I want to do, but like, you know, personal stuff as well from like gaming or watching anime, whatever. Anyhow, let's get into the actual tips. Um, And I think that about does it for IRL stuff. So we'll be ready to go. So with the losing weight tips outline, I ended up um, for this first bullet point, I was going to talk about like my personal weight loss story. Um, So part of going through like the depression phase when I was like 18, 19, I had to, well, I ended up gaining a bunch of weight. And most of that is due to, I never had a regulation over my own body in terms of what I consumed and how much I worked out. I was pretty chubby when I was like a kid too, but I lost most of it come like 11, 12, 11 and 12 is when I started swimming. And so I did a I was like working out every day for an hour doing what I consider probably the most optimal calorie, uh, calorie losing methods. I think swimming is a great sport. And if you do it competitively, you can burn a bunch of calories really fast, um, especially if you're training to compete. And that's what I was doing. So I, w- I was great, like between... 
11 and 17 years old, I was fairly good with like weight wise. Um, but the problem with that was, is that I had eaten a lot all the time. So the problem with like swimming is you're burning a lot of calories, but your body also wants to consume a lot. So having that, having that sort of dynamic, uh, during like my teenage years set me up for failure come college because once I got out of competitive swimming, I was keeping the eating habits, but I lost the exercise habits. So that wasn't too great. Um, and I gained, I think it was like 20 pounds the first, was it 20? Maybe it was five, but I lost a lot of muscle weight. I think it was five by the first year. I ate like shit, but like a lot of, um, <clears throat> I ate like shit and I only gained five pounds, but I lost a lot of my muscle and it showed. So it was like all just body fat at that point. And it was terrible. Yeah, by the first year I was <laughs> I was a fat fuck. <laughs> we'll just say that. And then over like the next four or five years, I've been gaining weight up to about like. So to put it in perspective, I think I left for college at one sixty 160 or one sixty five pounds. And I'm a pretty short dude too. Like I'm five six. I'm not like that short, but you know, shorter than average. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, I was a chubby guy for, I would say, like the past six years. Um, <clears throat> and during that time, I tried different methods for losing weight, but I always loved food. Like come, uh, come from like swimming or that whole swimming background, I would just eat unfiltered or just like do unfiltered eating and, or unregulated eating. And I really liked that. I think I was enjoying life by doing that. But um, it always haunted on me that I wasn't looking like the person that I wanted to be every time I looked in the mirror. So that's when I decided I should be changing things up for the better. And I tried many things. I did workouts, weightlifting. I tried to get back into swimming. Um, none of them really stuck, though. Like, I did... I had a personal trainer when I was 19 um, and he would help me out with, with just like doing free weight stuff or going around the gym, doing exercises. He would push me a lot, but <clears throat> I just couldn't keep the habit of working out at the gym. I could keep the habit for swimming, but I would go back to the bad habit of eating way too much. So I needed to find a better solution once like COVID hit. Um, well, okay. Let me, let me explain something like before COVID and after COVID. So before COVID I was hustling with jobs and I was also trying to work out at the same time. So it was like, I would wake up, I would, <clears throat> I would go to my morning job and then I would try to swim after that. My morning job would go from like, 10 to 2 so it was a pretty low um pretty low investment in hours but i would try to work out afterwards and then i would have to get my ass over to downtown seattle 
by 5.30. So I would take a bus, and that commute is usually like an hour, like a little over an hour, maybe like an hour and 10. Um, but yeah, I'd be out of the house for that by probably like 4.30 because I needed to start at 5.30. And then it went till 10. Um, but I wouldn't be back home until like 12 because of the, like buses don't go all the time. I think it's like on the hour every, on the 30. So at that point, I, my only choice was to get up and out at 10.30, which would take like, it would take about an hour to get back and then I would have to drive home. So I wouldn't be back till 12. So really that whole day would end up being like around like 12 hours between like commute time as well as hours on the job. <clears throat> and during that, I was trying to find like workout periods and I found like swimming was like the least, it was, a, it was an investment that I was familiar with and I was okay with doing but I was still eating a lot. So it was just hard to find different methods at the time because I had so much time investment in other things during my days. So I had to just stick with whatever wasn't going to make me more fat <laughs> than what I already was. <clears throat> I would say over the last like two or three years, I was at 215 pounds. It's a lot. It was a huge jump between, okay. My junior year of high school, I think it was 145. I look great at 145. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for now. If I can get myself back down to that weight, I think I'll, I think I'll be rocking. And I think I'll be happier with where I want to look. <clears throat> I do actually have a whole lot of muscle now. So I don't know if 145 is still achievable. But at least I want to get to like 155. I think that would be a great weight. But the reason why I'm saying that my junior weight was 145 is to say that between probably a year ago and my junior year, I've gained like 70 pounds. And that's massive. Holy moly. But yeah, it's really taken me off somewhere. Um, it wasn't until like COVID hit where I needed to... <clears throat> find like different methods to work out because gyms were closing you know I couldn't swim um, and so I needed to do something for myself and I knew running wasn't going to be a really good idea at 215 because I didn't want to ruin my legs but um, instead I ended up cycling so my parents bought me like a stationary bike stand and we took my mountain bike Oh, give me a sec. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, but my parents bought me like a standing or stationary bike stand. And I've been using that for about an hour each day. Um, just in the evenings when it's cool, I have like a TV set up in front of me. So I'm watching like anything like <laughs> as I'm cycling. It's a really good time. Like it, it doesn't feel like I'm working out feels like I'm taking a break and I'm doing something for my body at the same time. So normally I would watch YouTube for a couple hours each day, but if I'm like cycling and watching YouTube, I'm pretty much multitasking and it's, it's all fun. It's all fun. 
Um, recently, I've been doing anime too. So it, it's been <laughs> whatever's fun is what what keeps me cycling at the time. So <clears throat> so I was cycling until um, or I was cycling for about an hour each day, and I started that probably at the beginning of 2021. Um, at Christmas time, I think the I think the pivotal moment for when I wanted to start losing weight when I was like 215 pounds was when I saw <clears throat> I saw my family and they were looking great and I was kind of ashamed of looking at like my mirror image in the voice call or like uh yeah from the video feed you see yourself and you're like holy shit <laughs> you look huge so. <clears throat> You know, you take a look at that and then you need to make a stand. If you're unhappy, then you know something needs to be changed. And I ended up doing that. Um, so I started working out for about an hour each day, like after that Christmas. Um, and I would say within the first two, three months, I lost 25 pounds. So I was at like 190 for a while. <clears throat> yeah. I was at 190 for a while, for like three months. Um, and it stayed there for a bit too. So <clears throat> about like two months afterwards. So or actually, no, I would say in April is when I started to l start losing weight again. So <clears throat> by that fourth month, I think I like finally, you know how they talk about you stabilize out like after losing a bunch of weight, like there's just a it's just a cliffhanger period where you're just like, I'm doing it all the things that I know how to do, <clears throat> but I'm not seeing results. That was kind of me for like a month and a half. Um, so I wasn't losing weight like past 190 and it was, it was whatever. Like I, I just needed to stick through it. Um, and I started running probably at around like mid April or like beginning of May. And that was fun. Um, I started running for like 30 minutes and I took out 30 minutes from my cycling session to, to compensate for that. And the, like running usually gets my heart rate up a lot higher too. So before it used to be like, I would shoot up with very minimal, like, okay, like I know how to run, <laughs> I know how to run fast, but jogging back, like when I made that transition to 215 pounds, my heart rate would skyrocket. <clears throat> it was crazy. Like I couldn't manage. <sighs> yeah. My body couldn't manage running at that speed or at like a familiar speed of being when I was athletic. <clears throat> and I just couldn't. I felt like running was just so out of reach at the time. Um, but when, once I hit like 185, I started running again and I, I took on a little bit of weight during that time because my body needed to compensate for the new exercise methods. So my legs, my legs gained a bunch of muscle. Um, and I shot back up to like 192 or 190, not 192, but like 190. So <clears throat> I don't know. It's pretty discouraging when you start like doing something better for yourself and then you're unrewarded <laughs> with with just weight gain or like the opposite outcome. Um, it is what it is, though. Uh, I stuck with it, and I think I got myself back down to 185 um, 
and still only like did 30 second or 30 minutes of cycling. And then I decided that I should just up my workout period altogether to an hour and a half. So now I've, um, I guess, I guess that brings us to the point where we are now. I'm currently 180 pounds. Um, so it's been a 35 pound journey so far since like six months ago, seven months ago, seven months ago. Holy shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's been about 35 pounds since seven months ago. And wow. I feel like it's going to continue to go down. And I, I think I can also uphold an hour and a half of workout time. As long as I keep myself running every day and I keep cycling for the hour, I'm usually fine. I don't mind skipping out on a run day just to do like an hour and a half of cycling. Um, sometimes I feel like I need to do that because my legs sometimes get too tired. Because um, running is still very de like is still a very demanding method of exercise. But <sighs> I would like to think it's getting better. Anyhow, that's where I'm at. Um, I think we'll talk about these tips now. I don't think I'm missing out on anything of my personal story that I want to share. They'll probably come out during these tips, though, So, but I'm ready to move on. <clears throat> so I was looking at uh, 12 tips to help you lose weight. It's by the NHS UK. It's been a while since I've, <laughs> since I've looked at this uh, article, but they went over 12 tips. So... The first tip that they list is do not skip breakfast. <clears throat> I think this is, I guess I'll tell a little story about like when I was at my fittest. So what I regard as my fittest period of my life is uh, when I was a junior in high school. And what ended up happening was I would miss out on breakfast and then I head straight over to swim practice. So so during the summer, we had um, on the swim team, we would have like a morning practice and an afternoon practice. The morning practice started at like seven or eight. Um, <clears throat> I think it was, yeah, I think it was seven for a certain group. And then like the next tier below that group started at 730. And then we went till about nine. And that's when like I needed to start work at the same place. So... I would actually get there, or I would drive myself there. Uh, I wouldn't eat, but I would just work out right away. And swimming, in all reality, I should have been eating like before that. But I guess I didn't find a need to be to to eat before practice most of the time. But that that would usually go from like seven to to twelve. So I wouldn't even eat until like one. And sometimes I would stay even longer. So my shift might end at like two in the afternoon. So I wouldn't even eat until <laughs> 2.30. It's pretty crazy. Um, in general, I don't think that's a good method to do it. I think I just had the metabolism back then to really make it work. Um, or rather the lack of. I don't, I don't know what to credit that to. Because I, I didn't feel the need to eat during that whole morning period, despite how much I did. Interesting. 
anyways now like post high school though um post like my athletic career i would say breakfast is you need to eat breakfast at like a certain time i I feel like if you're i feel like if i woke up and i just ate right away it would not sit well i think there needs to be a time frame where my body needs to like get up and running before it's ready to digest food i think that's on a person-by-person basis and i feel like a lot of these are probably on a person-by-person basis but i'll I'll leave it at that i think if you have like something light uh or something like decent decently sized that will get you by for like five or seven hours i think you're good that's what i usually do that's what works for me i guess i'll talk about like eating habits too so as far as like my day schedule goes so i wake up and i start work now at at 8 30 um, or rather I wake up at eight and I work at eight thirty. I don't eat in, until like between nine and 10. So my first meal is like 30 minutes into my 30 to an hour and 30 into my job. And then I, <clears throat> and then I do a run at around like one or two or 12 between like 12 and two is when I do like a 30 minute run. And I'm usually fine, like, hunger-wise um, until about, like, 3. 3 is when I have my dinner, so to speak. And w- what I try to do is I make sure that I don't need to eat again. So I have that meal, and then I just... I just hope that I don't get hungry for the rest of the time. I usually go to bed at around 11. So it's like an 8-hour uh, time span from from when I last ate to when I go to bed. So I only eat like a breakfast and like a dinner or like a breakfast, lunch and a dinner. So two meals a day. And it's, it's been working out, I would say. Um, but yeah, like if I, if I wasn't having breakfast, I'd be in a bad, I'd be in bad shape in terms of my daily cycle. Eat regular meals. I guess I already, (laughs) that was the second tip by the way, but yeah, I, I guess I've already, alluded to what my regular meals look like and i think that's i think that's a good thing too i think you need to have some schedule so that your body knows when to be ready for food and ready to like kickstart your metabolism um instead of being thrown curveballs like all the time i think there needs to be some consistency if you want to start losing weight Eat plenty of fruit and vegetables is the third tip. This one, I'm not really sure. I feel like my body hates me if I don't eat fruits and vegetables after a while. I just feel bad. And sometimes, like, going to the bathroom gets kind of hard if you don't, like, eat decent stuff every once in a while. Like, you might feel bloated for a bit. So that that's why I think, like, having that balance needs to be there. Um, but, again, I think that's on a person-by-person basis because I don't think everyone has that sort of uh, internal, internal process. Tip number four is get more active. <clears throat> I guess that's the, the first thing that I did. I didn't really change it any of my eating habits i just exercise a lot and that's that was kind of my mentality since like since i was 11 and started swimming i just like got more active and that just worked 
<laughs> I, I had unfiltered eating habits and I was just able to be active and it got, it took care of itself. Um, but I know a lot of people who do very well with just dieting alone. And I, I think dieting is the real problem for most people. Um, and it still is for me. I think I'm, I think I just need to spend a lot more time or well, rather I need to be okay with making massive sacrifices. If I want to see myself down at it, like a 155 weight. <clears throat> so that'll be that. But yeah, I think a lot of people need to be more active if they can, or just like whenever I do like some shadow boxing stuff, like in between, um, in like during breaks or if I need to get up for a minute and just like punch and shadow kick shit then <laughs> then it usually gets my heart rate up and running or get like my blood flowing so i think that's a good thing i think that's a good thing i don't know how how impactful that is on your weight loss but at least it helps you keep focused anyhow uh Tip number five is drink plenty of water. I mean, I want to say I drink a lot. Most of it's like propel water. And I think that's fine. I don't know. I just, I feel like I've just never had this problem to, to have it like be on this list. So I, th I think someone else would have more insight onto why this should be on here than I do. <clears throat> Tip number six, eat high fiber foods. This one I'm not too sure about. Like I'm not very picky about my dieting stuff yet. And I feel like I might need to if I want to really, really get to a certain threshold for a weight. Um, but yeah, so far it's still pretty unfiltered. I just know things that I don't that I shouldn't eat all the time um, but most of my food is pretty routine like I have the same like lunch breakfast every day um, and if not it's like it varies between two different things my dinner is usually the food that or like the meal that varies with what I eat um, I think that's okay. Anyhow, that, that was kind of a hot topic of eat high fiber foods, but, but yeah, we'll move on. Number seven, read food labels. That's something that I have been doing a bit. Like I pay attention to like the calorie amount. I don't pay attention to any of the other, um, any of the other numbers though, or any of the other labels. Maybe I'll get into that when I, <laughs> when I feel like it's important. But as of right now, I feel like I'm losing weight at a pretty decent rate. So I haven't had to introduce like more variables into my computation or my algorithm for losing weight. <clears throat> Tip number eight, use a smaller plate. So this one's this one's important. Not in the sense that you actually need to use a like a smaller plate, 
but in the sense that you need to be aware of how much you're eating when your unfiltered self wants to chow down. So I think you need to be able to restrain yourself from doing what you want to do. I feel like a lot of people want to eat as much as they can or eat something that's extremely unhealthy for them. Um, and usually in large quantities. So try to portion, try to be okay with portioning like a smaller amount. I think that's a really good start. Tip number nine, do not ban foods. I kind of agree to that. Like most of my, I would say most of my weight gain was because I ate burgers way too much. <laughs> burgers and fries, the standard American meal. Um, for the longest time you get like, the, well, rather you get this conception when you're losing weight that you have to give up like some of your eating habits. And that is true. You don't have to give up on all the food that you want to eat, but, but that's definitely something that you can envision helping you. Like you can't disprove the idea that if I never ate a burger again, then I would be health healthier. Like you can't disprove <laughs> that that idea. I mean, like mental mentally healthy. I won't like I won't be mentally healthy about that because I would still love to eat burgers. Burgers are great, but I don't have to give up on them entirely in order to see the kind of success that I want to see. But I think you need to weigh out. Yeah. It's not like I ban any of the foods that, that I used to eat a bunch of in large quantities anymore. It's more that I have the restraint to say, you know what? In aligning with the goals that I have for myself, I'd rather not eat as much of this food in order to see myself in a better, in a better place. So it's not, not so much that you're banning it, but rather you're trying to align yourself with what you best want to see for yourself. And yeah, you shouldn't ban foods because you don't want to take that, that vision and use it against yourself from, you know, doing things, eating things that you enjoy. I think that's all I want to say about that. All right. Tip number 10. Do not stock junk food. Uh, I have a bunch of goldfish. And sometimes those are just my meal replacers. It's not good for me. I know that for sure. But like sometimes I just don't want to invest in creating like a magnificent meal for myself. So I end up just eating like a quick snack and I know the calorie amount like it's a very controlled meal and so like I have a prediction of where my growth or where my daily standing is and calorie wise because of that so but yeah I would still try to get some variety into my meals when you can I just normally don't have the energy to, I don't have the energy some days to do it, but I don't think just don't make like junk food, your primary intake. 
right, tw tip number 11, cut down on alcohol. I usually don't have, well, okay, it's not that I usually don't have this problem. I never have this problem because I'm alcohol intolerant. Like 50% of the time when I drink alcohol, I get a headache from it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not too huge on alcohol in general. I know a lot of other people have this problem though. And I, I think this is something to be mindful of if you drink alcohol a lot. Um, so I would, I think if you want to see the change happen, this is something that you're going to have to put on the table and make the decision for yourself. And tip number 12, plan your meals. So part of what I do with the, like the consistent meals, like my breakfast and my lunch is the same thing pretty much every day. And if not, it's like one, uh, there's only two things that I would eat during like breakfast and lunch. So it's pretty nice having that consistency there, um, mostly because I don't need to think. And I think that's part of the like the plan your meals portion. I mean, like planning your meals does require thinking, but it's the thinking on the spot is what you don't need to do. So, for example, like I don't need to say if I want to make something on the spot. I could make it as extravagant as I want it to, or I can make it as as plain as I want to. But if you have it planned out beforehand, then you don't have to worry about that. And you have an idea of how many calorie or like what kind of calorie amount you're looking at when you're eating that meal. So I think if you're someone like me who likes eating a lot sometimes, like I stress eat all the time. So sometimes when it's just in the moment, I can't think and I just eat as much as I can. I have done that a couple times when I go out to eat with, with my friends. Like I would get like some massive bowl and I would just eat a massive amount of it. And it's not that great. But say if I planned out beforehand that I would only eat like a quarter of it and had that place somewhere in the back of my head then I would be okay with just portioning that out to the the right amount so I wouldn't encounter that problem so I think the plan your meals is also is also about making sure you don't overstep towards your goals or overstep anywhere that would contradict what you want to do with yourself <clears throat> all right so that's the 12 tips one the next article is 26 weight loss tips that are actually evidence-based. This is by Chris Gunners. Um, Healthline.com is where I found this article. All right. So the first tip is drink water, especially before meals. I haven't heard this one, like specifically before meals, but you can understand what would be happening here. So with like drinking water, you'd get your metabolism up, up and running um, is, is my guess behind that. So getting your stomach primed so that you can eat something, I think is a good way to digest things properly. To best gauge yourself for weight loss activities or the best method for weight loss. <sighs> Tip number two is eat eggs for breakfast. 
I think egg. Okay, I used to do this. I would have scrambled eggs in the morning. Um, I think like some fruits as well. So it was a pretty low calorie. Like eggs in general are low calorie. But it's for me, it's not very filling. And that's like the biggest problem for if, what I have with this specific tip. I think it's good on protein. Like it gives you a bunch of uh, protein in the morning. And I think that's great. And it's, I think it's no fat or low fat. So overall, it's like a, a great thing to start your day off of. But for me, I just need more than just eggs. Because I, I think like even if you have four eggs, it's at most 300 calories. Depending on how you make it, of course. But high protein, but not not a whole lot. I would say, unless if you add, like, I don't know, potatoes in there. But I don't think that's what this is referencing. Tip number three, drink coffee, preferably black. This is more like the caffeine thing. You want to make sure that you're like, I don't know, caffeine destroys my stomach. I'll tell you that much. So whenever I have, like, caffeine for breakfast or, like, caffeinated drinks for breakfast it usually gets my metabolism up and running i usually have to go to the bathroom like pretty soon afterwards so i think this is good but i I don't know why black coffee would be the best choice here i'd rather not stain my teeth if i'm being honest all right tip number four drink green tea i think teas in general are good for you I wouldn't, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough to say that with that much confidence, but I think green tea would be better than soda. That's all I'm going to say. Tip number five, try intermittent fasting. To some degree, that's what I do. Like I wake up and I have a schedule of when I need to eat. Um, and I have like, what? I'm fasting for something around like 16 hours. What is that? Eighteen hours sometimes. Seventeen or eighteen hours is how long I'm fasting for. Like I just have like a fasting period of seventeen hours. That's pretty crazy. I would give it a try too, if you can. And definitely cut off when you're going to be eating throughout the day before you go to bed by like a couple hours or like several hours. For me, it's eight or nine. So I'm just like I'm fasting for the rest of the day after my last meal. And it's a substantial amount of the day, too. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Take a glucoman. Jesus, I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> it's like glucomannan supplement. It's someone is going to like totally bash me for just pronouncing that so badly. Anyways, I don't know what that is. I couldn't tell you if it's good or not. I think supplements are good though, in general. 
Alright, tip number seven, cut back on added sugar. Sure. I mean, this goes back to the idea that I don't, I don't, I haven't found it in me yet to restrain myself of what I eat. Like, I just know I try to stay away from certain types of food. And that's, that's about it. So I, I can't really provide too much insight on like sugar content or fiber content or whatever. Tip number eight, eat less refined carbs. Still doesn't mean much to me. Tip number nine, go on a low carb diet. Okay, this one I can kind of relate to because it's like, this is part of the reason, well, this is also part of the process for what I don't want to eat. I think mine is more related to carbs, if anything. So you don't want to have like a bunch of carbs in your diet. Because usually, like, okay, from a personal experience, if I eat a bunch of carbs, I feel like shit for several hours afterwards. So that's my take on that, which is why I try to eat, like, certain things that don't make me feel like shit for <laughs> several hours afterwards. All right. <clears throat> Tip number 10, use smaller plates. So this goes back to what the first one was about. Um, just portion your portion your meals a lot better and i think you'll start seeing success you need to portion it to a, an amount where you won't feel hungry afterwards it's not going to be the total amount that you actually want to eat but you need to go with an acceptable amount that your body can manage for the rest of the time between that time frame and your next meal you don't want to just overeat but you don't want to undereat either so that yeah so that you're not like cheating your fasting periods tip number 11 exercise portion control or count calories so i would say that's pretty much the same as smaller plates to be honest i'm, I'm guessing smaller plates is supposed to be referencing something else but since i only took like the highlights or like the bullet points of these lists i don't actually have the con well i didn't it's not that i don't have access to the con content that goes along with the tip i just <laughs> I just don't feel like looking at it. Um, so I would say counting calories is probably the biggest thing that I've changed since. So like when I started back at Christmas, I've been counting calories the whole time. Um, and I've been trying to get a good gauge as to what like what my BMR is, how much I'm losing during my exercises, how much I'm gaining. And so far, my calorie counting has been pretty accurate. But that's something that you need to adjust for yourself. I think it's still also a person-by-person -person basis. Like, your BMR is going to be, like, different from, from other people who have, like, the same generic numbers as you do. So, like, your height as well as your weight. And there's, like, genetics playing into that, too. And most of those forms won't, <laughs> can't identify you and how you lose weight at the rate that you do based on genetics that you don't even know <laughs> know how to write in a form or how they would even be able to compute that on the form so i would try looking at i would experiment with calorie counting that's all i'm gonna say i think you'll start adjusting things to you'll have a better sense of how well you take food and how well 
you burn calories when you do so. And I think that's a, that's a really good piece of control that you should have over yourself or piece of information you should have over yourself. <clears throat> All right. Tip number 12, keep healthy food around in case you get hungry. I'm not at that point yet, but I definitely will be. I think this is something that I'm going to need to do. Um, if I really want to take it to the next level. So the way that I see weight loss is that you're always going to have different obstacles arise whenever you hit a certain threshold. So for me, like I started off at 215 pounds, right? Then I was cycling for an hour, um, each day for like three months. And that would get me to about, or that got me to about 190 pounds. Um, and then I kind of hit a wall where I needed to reevaluate what kind of obstacle was ahead of me and how to tackle it. Um, and so then I introduced running into it. Um, and that got me to like the next level. So you need, that's what I mean by if you need to take things to the next stage because you're hitting walls, then you need to consider different kinds of solutions in order to reach the next, next, uh, the next threshold. So I think this is one of those things that will be in my near future if I need to, if I ever hit a wall again. But usually I'm doing pretty well with not getting hungry. But who knows? I might see that problem sooner than later. All right, tip number 13, take pro probiotic supplements. I can't really speak to that because I don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think like supplements are good if you feel like you're at a deficiency for some, for, I don't know, vitamins or whatnot. So, tip number 14, eat spicy foods. I don't know the correlation between spicy foods and metabolism. I think it helps with your metabolism. I don't know the science behind that. I'm going to just trust that that's the right thing. I mean, my breakfast and lunch meal uh, is spicy, like fried rice. So, or like hot fried rice. So I would say I have like some sense of spicy foods in my diet already. Tip number 15, do aerobic exercise. I mean, I already talked about my my running as well as my cycling. I'm a huge fan. Uh, tip number 16, lift weights. This is something that I have not been doing. Um, and I think I should be doing again if I can. I used to, like, back when I was 22, I think I tried this out where I did, like, some aerobic exercises. And then I did, like, weightlifting for a half an hour. Um, that, that didn't really get me too far. I don't know if I'll be able to do that again. The problem that I foresee with weightlifting is that I, I'll feel like I need to eat a lot, I think, again. Whereas my current aerobic cycle is less demanding of how much food I eat a day. Because I don't need to, like, build, or I don't need to rebuild muscle at the same frequency. So I think it's a manageable amount of food that I'm eating right now. 
for like the workload that I'm currently doing. And I'm totally fine with that because I'm still seeing results. But I might go back into lifting weights if I ever want to bulk up again. <sighs> All right. Tip number 17, eat more fiber. I can't speak to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tip number 18, eat more vegetables and fruits. Um, yeah, I think your body will tell you, as I said before, I think your body will tell you when you're not doing a good job at that. And I think I think with fiber too. Like I can't identify fiber, fiber foods when I eat them, but something should generally feel wrong <laughs> if you're if you're not eating enough of any of these tip number 19 i'm very surprised this was not in the first one um get good sleep is what tip number 19 is and i agree with that i think having a sleep schedule gives you some sense of like body cycle in terms of like defining metabolism cycles um and whatnot so i think I think if you really want to optimize losing weight, you have to have a good sleep schedule. Tip number 20, beat your food addiction. So I think a lot of Americans actually have this problem where they try to, it's not that they try to overeat, but they, they unrestrain themselves from, from the food that's in front of them and eat as much as they can. Maybe I'm speaking more on personal experience because that is exactly personal experience. But that was something that I needed to get over for myself in this new trend, in this new phase of weight loss, um, or this new solution of weight loss. All right, tip 21, eat more protein. I actually eat a lot of protein all the time. I have like steaks, I mean, hamburgers, if you want to call that, <laughs> I mean, it is protein, but you know, I have steak, chicken various types of sausage my diet has a bunch of protein i would say it's pretty good so maybe that was never a problem for me however i will admit i do have like red dots on my arm and i'm pretty sure those are from red meat or someone suggested to me that it was too much red meat intake uh, it was a former former manager of mine and that's what she had to tell me um from her own personal experience with them. So hopefully <laughs> don't eat too much red meat. All right. Tip number 22 supplement with whey protein. I wouldn't know. I generally don't know the, the difference. Tip number 23, don't do sugary drinks, including soda and fruit juice. I think this is something that I agree with this. When you can, you shouldn't be doing like sugary drinks or like, yeah. Because I, th I think your body will know when you do that and you'll feel better when you don't on a long streak. Or if you don't drink it on a long streak. Alright, tip number 24. Eat whole single ingredient foods. Real food. I'm guessing this is talking about like fruits and vegetables or like 
I really don't know why this is in here or what this is supposed to be referencing. Are they talking about like mac and cheese? Like mac and cheese would be a bad description of this because it's like cheese and pasta. So that it, maybe it's a tracking thing. Maybe I should really look at the article because it probably has a description for it, but no, I'll, I'll just pass on that. I'll assume that's what it's talking about. Um, tip 25, don't diet, eat healthy instead. So I, I think that's referencing don't unrestrain how much food you want to eat. Just change what you want to eat. And I think that's not, I don't think that's a good solution. Well, okay, I don't think it's a good solution because I don't think it works for everyone. I think you can eat healthier. I don't think you can eat... Well, I think you can eat sacrifice eating healthier sometimes. And I think that's the better method of going about it. I think you should still eat as much as you well okay i still think you should eat the foods that you want to eat i think you should diet so i think there just needs to be a better process than just a casual conversion from eating all the f eating the food that you want to eat versus eating healthy and eating healthier uh tip 26 chew more slowly so for me um i can kind of relate because i eat like, back when I ate a lot, I just, like, fast intake. Didn't really care about what my stomach said. But when you chew a lot more, you have an idea of um, not only what where your stomach is at, because you're giving your, your stomach some time to, like, process and give you some signals back saying if you're full or not. But also chewing is is, in some sense, an exercise, too. So... If you chew more, then you're going to be able to. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. I think I said that okay in the way that I wanted to say it. Anyhow, that was the whole losing weight tips. Two articles that I wanted to go over today. <sighs> trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say about that. I think everything that I wanted to say about my personal weight loss story showed up in here, either during when I wanted to share it or during the time frame where that was the goal of sharing that. And also between like the tips that I was supposed to share as well. So I think I hit everything that I wanted to hit, but I know we're coming up on time. So I, I think I'll probably call it here. I think next week, um, as stated before, I think Alon will have something set up for the friend group uh, to do. Either that or I'll probably just have something like generic again. But otherwise, I think that does it for me. Thanks for hanging out, guys. I'll see you next week.